Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everybody, we are back. It is taped on launch. Favorite is podcast, favorite is channel, favorite is everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Just pops up here. There you go. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Also, you guys already know, do follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me, at BD Williams18 for BD, and then at Mholder95 for Matt. Uh so uh, we have a, a thriller, another one, another blown lead. Thriller, that's what we put it. Yeah, thriller. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> a thriller in Las Vegas. Uh, but um, you know, the Raiders actually finished this game. They allowed, they allowed a comeback, and then they came back on the other side. So this is a the different outcome that you know maybe we would like to see in earlier in the year. But um, you know, we, we finally got to see them uh, come back on the back end of it and, you know, finish a game strong, even though they, after they blow the lead, but um, yeah, 20 was a 30 to 24, you know, Derek Carr threw three touchdowns. I think they kind of controlled Josh Jacobs in the first half. Matt Jones didn't really do anything, but the Patriots were able to run the ball. So it was an interesting game uh, kind of from that way, but you know, it, it all changed with that crazy Kyle Duggar. So you guys, initial before thoughts. We that, before we talk about that, um, I, I, I mean, when they when they cut, went ahead and got the lead, Patriots got the lead, okay. And I looked at the time that was left, and I was like, they gave them too much time. You don't want to get make the Raiders play from comeback because that's when they actually turn it on and play and start playing well and making plays. So, um, I mean, there was two miraculous plays: the Keelan Cole. I really don't think that that was a catch, honestly. Like his foot was out, his toe was out. So I was shocked to see the Raiders get Raiders get that call going their way. Like we never get that one as Raiders fans, you know. Um, and then obviously like that final, um, you know, miracle play, like, I don't know, when's the last time you saw something like that happen? There's quite a few of those in this game, uh, some some weird things. But, um, but yeah, like this team, they blow the leads, they blow the leads, they blow the leads. The worst thing that they could do is get, get a lead in the first half, I feel like. Like they just fall apart in the second half. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to say too, I'll just say, I have to push back. Did the Raiders win this one or did the Patriots give it to them? Because, I mean, quite literally, they handed them the ball to, to go score the game. Like, literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, like, like, I feel like, like obviously, like, a, a win at the stage in the game, like we kind of talked about it last week, feels like too little, too late already. But, like, today it was like, like I'm like, they won. And I'm like, I, I can't get excited because, like, you talk, as we talked about, I mean, obviously, yeah, they turned it on in the last drive. But there was no offense in the second half. Car looked off. They were trying to force it to Adams. That wasn't working. I mean, and I'm put a little hot take out there. I don't know if Waller and Adams can play together because it's this is what like the third or fourth time now, and however few plays that they played, and they keep freaking running into each other and keep trying to like like Waller's tipping that pass, which no fault to him. Like you go for the ball if you see it, but like 
it feels like right now, like they're struggling to figure it out together. And part of it is probably not having as much time together. Uh, you know, I, I do want to address. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. That was on Walden. He cut he cut that one off. He came way out. Like that's obvious. Like usually you see guys, even like in closer situations, you'll see the guys like duck away and shy away because like they don't want to tip it for the guy who's going behind them. So that was that was a, a strange one. But he's been out of the offense. So we're gonna give him a pass, obviously, because he has so much talent. But if, yeah, I agree. There are some strange things to keep an eye on. I'll get some pushback on this. Just from I'll. Uh, you know, be fair to Darren Waller. I, I think Darren Waller is adjusting to not being the man. I mean, how yeah, long that's kind of the man. Talking, yeah, that's kind of yeah. He's been the man since 2019. He's not the man no more. You know, we I talked about that week one. A lot, a lot of people were talking about how Carr is not throwing the Carr was forcing it to Adams week one. And you know, when Adams, a guy like Adams comes in, you got to get in where you fit in. You know what I mean? And, and you got to, I mean, you might get three catches. They might all three be touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of got to get in, stay hot, stay in the mode, not try to reach for a catch because you want to catch. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're thinking about your productivity or whatever. But you got a touchdown, man. It gets a good look. You got a touchdown because Devontae Adams on the field. If Devontae Adams on the field, you, they're double teaming you. They're not double teaming Devontae Adams. So, like, that look on that touchdown, I mean, McCourty is all the way on this side trying to double-team Adams, who was open for touchdown, too. I'm just saying, this is another point that I have, that he's open all the time. He was open on that play for touchdown. If Carr threw a nice little pretty throw this the corner, touchdown. But a, a different story, Darren Wall is wide open with the one-on-one with the safety because of that. So yeah. he, he's, he's, he's just got you just got to get in where you fit in, man, and uh, you have to understand that you're not the man no more, and it may be – it's okay. And that's kind of what I'm what I'm hitting at too. Is like I definitely feel like like it's like like that's kind of what I was talking about too. Where like your Waller, like you're so used to seeing ball in there, that's mine. And obviously with a guy that's also an old pro, like not always going to be yours anymore. And I get that that's an adjustment, but it's like when we're looking at it, I'm like okay, this guy hasn't been healthy the last two years. He's getting 17 million at the highest paid tight end in the league, and we're sitting here like saying like, oh yeah, you're going to be you know a three catch guy. Like that's tough. Yeah, but see, and, and, and I know, and, and it's tough for you, Daniels, too, because you got to think, I mean, this offense does feel a little better, you know, um, when he's in there. It feels a little bit like, I don't know, it's just like something about it, something about it, like the is matchups the offense, or something. Is the offense better? I mean, is the offense better today? I mean, take out the last drive, what they do? Well, when when Carr decided, like, man, okay, fine, guys, I'm going to throw to Hollins and Cole, fine. When he got to that point where he wasn't just, like, waiting for Adams to open finally was like fine okay if that's what you're gonna do because as i'm saying he had hollands running wide open one-on-ones for the longest and he hit you know marcus jones was one-on-one by himself so um I, you know I, I don't know it, it's to me it's just like even like the, i don't know maybe when i'm watching it and just seeing him on the field and the explosion it just looks better in my opinion because a lot of problem with my offense is just, it's just so boring and i'm tired it's so boring to watch it it's just you know you know Let's, yeah. Let's let's switch gears. Let's talk about some little plays. The first one I want to talk about is Kyler Duggar curl flag cover three skate. Extremely standard NFL call. He jumps in front of that uh, now screen, and that's an all-pro play. I mean, that's a fantastic, incredible play. You're not going to see that every Sunday, like a, a defensive back or a linebacker make a play like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, first, you got to tip your cap off to uh, Kyler Duggar, but we have been seeing a bunch of these now looks, a bunch of these uh, Devontae Adams just he comes off the line and then just, you know, one step and then pops back. And they have been throwing it to him. So there is some tape there, some tendencies, Marcus. Is there something, you know, from like, uh, you know, watching film that you think that, you know, um, they might have exploited there? 
Yeah, every time they face like quarters or cover three with that look, and those guys are off, and the guys are off that much, and they're expecting, you're not expecting that that uh, safety to drive on the ball. You know what I'm saying? So that's what because it's more of um, that play is more of like uh, like kind of you know they call it the pass run the run pass options the old school ones where you know because like you know, everything everything from this team is yeah so and he sees that he's gonna just throw it right to him because and but when you're playing the Patriots what do you think Bill Belichick's telling him on this look against this coverage. They like to do this. So if you see Adams all the way on the outside and you have Josh Jacobs, one guy behind him, maybe you'll drive on that. You know, that's, it's like, it's just, and he guessed right. Cause I, to me, he totally guessed. And then the ball came right to him. It was, it, that was a guess. That was not like a, <laughs> like I see this look, I'm going to trust my instincts from what I've seen on tape and I'm just going to go. Right. Because he's supposed to go to the flat, man. It's covered three. <laughs> Player, Belichick, I'd almost be curious to see if they had put an extra guy in the box on that play, on that like look specifically to influence the the pass out, out wide. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's things like that. He's always playing that mind game. And you know, I'm interested to see what they did to Adams because you know, every time I you know they had Adams or Marcus Jones, Marcus Jones is playing trail. Like he, he always had he was always playing trail a little bit. So and then and then at the end of the game, Mike Collins was basically just like left by himself. And they're like, throw to Mac Hollins. Mac Hollins is going to beat us today. Keelan Cole is going to beat us, and Keelan Cole beat them. And that's kind of what you need sometimes, man. Yeah, Mac Hollins stepped up too. So yeah. I have been on the record saying I'm tired of expecting Mac Hollins and Keelan Cole to be the guys that stepped up, but today it was those guys. So they actually did it. So yeah, give them credit. Give them credit. Yeah. yeah, I got to put my hand up, too. When I saw they cut DJ Turner, was it yesterday, to activate Renfro? Like, I was, like, literally, like, like upset to myself, like, uh, like sitting there saying, what does Keelan Cole do better than uh, DJ Turner? And then, of course, Cole catches the game. Right. Yeah, uh, so, in of course. Face, in my eye. <laughs> right, right. Straight dunk. Right. Uh, so, let's talk about uh, the offensive line, because, I mean, it's pretty bad. It was terrible today. I mean, I think it was probably, you know, it, 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 it felt like that this game – really feel like every game this season where Derek Carr handles pressure really well in the first half. He's, he's dodging guys, he's making throws and, you know, he's, he's doing what he has to do in pressure. And then the second half, he just can't maintain it. So then it just, it, it's all just falls apart from there. And, you know, I feel like that's been like every, it's been like every collapse. It's like he handles pressure really well. And then he does in the second half. And then, you know, we're just going to talk about a lot more because there's a lot more backups and it's a lot, it was very more noticeable on the broadcast, how bad the offensive line was, but, it was no different for me that much. So, I mean, I look at it as like, I, like I don't blame him, but like he could very clearly does not trust the interior three. As soon as there was interior pressure from uh, from the patches day, he was bailing out of the pocket like as fast yeah. as he could. Like he yeah. just didn't trust him. And again, I don't blame him, but because they've been bad and they were, had two backups in there, Ronis Cross, who I think started the game with what like five penalties and uh, and all that. So, I mean. And, that, and I did feel like at least when they got edge pressure, he'd hang in a little bit longer. Like he had a couple yeah. of nice throws, but mm-hmm. yeah, they, he's got no faith in him right now. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, edge pressure is always better than you know than yeah. interior pressure for a quarterback, especially a quarterback like Derek Carr. The interior pressure is like that's a kryptonite. I mean, he, he's not going to be able to do too much, especially when you have a pocket passer. Uh, I mean, to be honest, any quarterback gets interior pressure. It's going to be a long day for him. It's not going to be the the best day that he's he, he enjoys. So. uh you know, we saw a lot of that, and we saw a lot of that kind of get exposed. And you know, it's the the offensive line has been a little bit of issue. And then Parham went down. You got Jordan Meredith and 
aren't as grassy. It would have probably been nice to have Lester Cotton and John Simpson in there. I don't know. It's just <laughs> me. It would have been okay. I, I think at that point, I mean, that's the point where you want those guys to come in. Do you guys get hurt? Did you have some? <laughs> what are you talking about? They, uh, pulling up 30 year old uh, Ronis Grassu off the practice squad, Jordan Meredith, who, who's Wait, he's uh, 30? Yeah, Ronis Grassu. Grassu yeah. played with uh, Grassu, was, I think, a year ahead of um, Mariota at Oregon. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So <sighs> instead, instead, yeah, instead of going with John Simpson and Cotton, they went with uh, two guys off the practice squad. Meredith, who wasn't even on the practice squad, and Barton B in the league. See, see, what we didn't notice in, in, in preseason is that they graded the second team better than the first team. We didn't know that, obviously. <laughs> graded the second team guards better than the first team guards. I, that was the grades because those guys are still here. And the first team guards are gone. So, you know, Alex Barr, is, he, got, he got play time. Hornets Grasso, Jordan Meredith. Like the third team offensive line is out here beating out yeah. these guys. They had us all fooled, I guess. Yeah, I guess the O-line competition was tighter than we ever realized. They had to make some real tough decisions. Cause... I guess so, man. Oh man, but you know, uh, you know, it was, it was, you know, Miller. Miller had a, had t- I mean, everybody has a tough day with Josh Uche right now. I mean, I'm not gonna get on Miller too much. Yeah, yeah I, I bet he probably had a better game than than what's shown on TV because he's dealing with a, a bender and dude just bends around that corner like crazy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he played. But I, mean, I think the running game kind of got affected too by that. It really got affected when Parham got out because that's some Parham has been good in the run game, and once he got out there, I mean they couldn't run the ball at all. I mean, yeah, like once they lost their once Parham went down, like Meredith was just turned, like just out there looking like a chicken with his head cut off in <laughs> both in both instances. Like he was doing the whole turnstile, like so. It, I mean, it, it, can we see some Britton Brown at some at any point? Can we see some Britton Brown? I mean, uh, Zamir White has been getting the ball. Yeah, I, I mean, Zamir White got one carry today. <laughs> They're still going to run the tires off of uh, off of Josh Josh Jacobs. <laughs> but Zamir White's not doing as much. At least Britton Brown can make somebody miss. Okay, he, he's pretty good in between the, in between space. You know what I mean? Maybe he could. Are, what are they? Are they saving him for next year? Is he the very running back? Are we sure he's the running back for next year? Go ahead. Season's over. Josh Jacobs is is in line for the rushing title. They are not giving like it'll be a fist fight. If they start giving away Josh Jacobs' uh, touches, are you kidding me? He's about to get the rushing title. Don't you dare do that. No, no. He's probably, you know, uh, you know, taking these guys' towels, all, everything. Like, running backs are not getting carries other than Josh Jacobs. If Josh Jacobs had, like, 600 yards, okay, yeah, give all these other young guys something. But he's got, like, what, 1,300, 1,400 yards at this point? He's he's getting all the carries for the rest of the year. But it, Gotta get okay. Him. I mean, the rushing title's a big deal, but – play devil's advocate counterpoint like if you're josh jacobs wouldn't you also be like you know what i've proven what i can we're pretty much out of it like i'll just oh you know it looks like give these young guys an extra run i'll, I'll take sit here and sit on my money all right so my pushback is too is that Britton brown has been on the roster all year he's been inactive all year so what the hell are they stashing him for so they obviously really like him right because they don't want somebody else to take him but they don't want to play him this year so there's something to that, but you know, let's let's get to defense before we get out of here. Um, defense, <laughs> defense uh, uh, had had a, a pretty good game early, and then they kind of just you know get lucky a little this bit. Is one, of those, one of those where the results they look good, like they only allowed like what three points in the first half Thank or something you. like that. 
We're gonna go. I'm gonna show you guys when we do the reveal. Okay, there was wide open looks. Like I could just tell from the broadcast, like they were doing the same things that kill these guys every single week. Every single concept that kills the Raiders, they ran it, and then it was just clanging off their hands. They, you know, Mac Jones just sailing it. Like it was, it was a great game plan. They did not execute on offense. They got, you know, really they just got really lucky with some really bad looking plays because that could have easily been a really, uh, you know, one sided. Or, or looked a lot different, at least in the first half, if they connected on some of those. Yeah. I, BD, I'm so glad you're saying this, just because, like, I was getting so frustrated listening to the broadcast, and I'm like, the Raiders defense is playing great. I'm like, I don't know, I just think uh, Mac Jones kind of sucks. <laughs> like, Actually, he was terrible. There was so, he had, like, 60 yards going into the fourth quarter. Like, he, like, he got up to, let's see, what was it? What, what I got? 112 in, in the entire game in a, in a, 20, in a 34, 30 to 24 game. Like, like it was just like I, I definitely felt like it was like all right go back to pass rush wise Max Crosby was pretty much the only one getting any pressure, um, especially down the stretch of the game. Mm-hmm. The, the DBs like guys like Vidi was saying guys were getting open. It felt like even Amick some of his plays like it was like all right Max Jones underthrows it and he has a chance to come back and make the play. Like it definitely felt like again going back to what I was talking about before like that's part of the reason why I feel like the Patriots gave the Raiders a team like. It felt more like the Raiders or the Patriots couldn't stop shooting themselves in the foot offensively mm-hmm. than the Raiders were actually getting stops. Yeah, because uh, the Jacoby Myers play at the end of the game, that big play that he had, was the same exact look they got in the first half. This, it, they just switched the play. So same seam look. Nobody was there the first time. He missed it, which I don't know how you missed it. You could underthrow that ball. And that's what he did the second time. The second time, he made sure he just got it to him. But then he underthrew it too much. So <laughs> which allowed Hobbs to catch up. So Joe's was all off, man. He's so he's I think Joe's just is mad. He's just he just he's so frustrated that Matt Patricia is his play caller that he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to how to do anything in his mind. They're not getting plays in fast enough. He's yelling at people. He's trying to, you know, he's like, hire Bill O'Brien from Alabama. That's basically what he's he's upset about. He wants Bill O'Brien to come and help him out or something. I don't know. And, and there was uh, one point in the game too when the when the Patriots were running the ball down the Raiders' throats, like, and then all of a sudden Matt Patricia calls three pass plays and they go three and out. I'm like, bro, you, you gotta help, like, help yourself out here. That's all Bill, though, man. Bill, Bill, he he had no he had no Patriots guy to hire it off offense coordinator. He couldn't find one. Bill O'Brien probably didn't want to come. You know, he reached out to Bill. You know, he did. He's like, Bill, come come on, come help me, please. He's like, no, I'm in Alabama, man. Chill, I got Bryce Young. I'm not messing with that. <laughs> Bill O'Brien made himself an extra million just by sitting at San Alabama. Yeah, go ahead, BD. Did I see uh, Judge and Patricia on the sideline together? Yeah, they're both there. So not, they're co-offense coordinators, but neither one of them is in the booth. No, so yeah, yeah. because yeah, usually, yeah, usually you have somebody in the booth, and you have somebody downstairs. Like either the quarterback coach is in the booth or somebody. But, I mean, if you're both going to be co-offensive coordinators, one of you guys should be in the booth. One of you guys should be on the field. Why are you both on the field? They're not seeing it. They're not seeing anything. They're just relying on their assistance. That's a strange – the logistics of it are, are strange. We saw it look very clunky. It was very clunky. So, uh, I don't know whatever they're doing, but I doubt it catches on in the NFL or across football, this co-offensive coordinator thing. Not sure what that's all about. I, I do feel bad for Mac Jones. Like, like watching, like he's not playing well, but like watching the Patriots like fumble through, like I'm just looking at Matt Patricia on the sidelines. He like looks like he's like, for whatever reason, like I don't know. This is stupid. This is probably me just looking at something that doesn't matter. 
when you look at an offensive coordinator on the sidelines, like I don't feel like you want to see the guy like staring at his play sheet. I think you want to be like him, be like, "Yep, this one, let's go," and like, "Let's let's roll with this and go." And like, I just felt like they kept showing him. He was just like, "Hmm, what do I pick? Can I ask Madden here?" Yeah, exactly, man. He's, he's, Bill Belichick and his Ivy League scientists, uh, coaches. He loves to hire man. His Ivy League guys, just, they're so smart. I'm the smartest guy with this little pencil uh, in his ear. <laughs> So I heard someone bring this up. Is it weird that he wears a pencil, but his uh, call sheet is laminated? Yeah, it's it. it I, I uh, what did somebody say? Uh, I forgot who it was. It was like on the Manning cast. I think uh, it was uh, Key from uh, Key and Peel. He basically said it's probably from when he was a kid that he used to always have the pencil up. He used, yeah. It's like a, it's like something like a, like a pacifier. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Just the aesthetics. Yeah, just the aesthetics. But yeah. Uh, he definitely is marking something up. And, and knowing Bill Belichick, it's probably like every time they punt, he's like marking off like the direction of the wind or something like that. Something really strange and obscure. Like that's the only thing that it would be Bill Belichick at. In, but, in um, the Dome of Allegiant Stadium? Yeah, right. Like that, yeah. I don't know. But um, real quick, let's talk about the final play. Okay. It was an in, improbable play. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I saw your tweet just now, Marcus. You said, you know, being a Raider fan, you think that Ramondre Stevens is about to crib that. You don't tell I, me you I'm didn't think that, that for a <laughs> I'm thinking that because I'm on the East Coast, I'm watching it on the stream, and my phone starts buzzing, right? And I'm like, okay, what happened? What happened? Why, why are people texting me right now, right? And then he starts running for it, and I'm seeing him gain a lot of yards, and I'm like, okay, let's, but no, don't, don't tell me. Don't. No. <laughs> I was afraid to look at my phone. But um, but then I seen what happened, so I, I was pretty juiced about that one. Obviously, is the, is there? Let's let's go let's go back to maybe college. We'll add college in this. Is the last time you saw televised? Okay, scramble feet, you know rules like you know that you know smear the queer rules, broken play. They're just trying everything they can. What do you call that? You know, at, at that point in the game, anyways. Yeah, uh, broken play. So, have you seen that be intercepted for a touchdown, a walk off touchdown at the end of the game for? To win it, have you ever seen that before in football? The only uh, time no. I've seen something like that happen is like, is like the team like already has the lead, or right? Like I think it happened with the Raiders a few years ago. It's like, like, yeah, yes. it's a spread drop. It like turns into like a spread drama type of deal. Never to win the game. That that was. I mean, like because usually the team that's doing that is losing. The team right, that right, like they're down one. It's, yeah. it's it's a tie game. It's a tie game. So yeah. that's. I mean, that was. Okay. <laughs> A very unbelichecking way to lose a game by, yes. by the Patriots, like yes. to not know the situation. You know, I just want to know what Jacoby Myers was thinking. Like, what do you think Matt Jones is going to do with that ball? But who do you who do you blame? Like, man, that was like, like go to, who, who, who do you need blame Matt for overtime? Pass the last you got to run it. Like, give it to a guy who can run. Go to overtime. I feel like you got to blame Ramondre Stevenson too because he like initiates. You know, like even he shouldn't have pitched it. The, the, way, the way he did that, though, is it, like it was quick. It was like he got to a certain place and he was immediately looking around. It wasn't it wasn't it was almost planned. like it was rehearsed. Like maybe maybe like, like maybe they're planning in that situation to do that. And almost like a running play. Coast, okay, I've seen mm-hmm. Joe Judge games. OK, and I would not put that past the Joe Judge coached team okay, to have to do like a hook and ladder uh, broken play at the end of the game. Yeah. I'll say against the Jags, and a lot, a lot of people haven't shown this, but the Raiders had a really cool play like that against the Jags where they did a throwback. Is this, but the, the offensive line is terrible. They just didn't block one guy because honestly, it, 
one, I was mad because he threw it to Foss Moreau. I was like, what is Foss Moreau going to do? Is he going to run 80 yards? Did you really expect that, Josh? And But the other thing is that they missed everybody missed the block, but, you know, it was a good play call. So I know they do weird stuff like that, and they plan for things like that. But, um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I've seen, that on a, I've seen that on a throw. I've just never seen, like, a hook and ladder designed, like, down the field on a running play. I'd be, I mean, be creative. It almost works. Not really. <laughs> Man. But yeah, I was 100,000% with you guys. I thought, I thought for sure Ramondre Stevenson was house in that. I just had the visions of like the of Tim Tebow. Like, what was it? Yeah, was it Tim Tebow? Like, probably like eight years ago now when he ran for like 50 yards. Mm-hmm. That's what I was I'm like, this is exactly what's going to happen. If Ramondre Stevenson didn't throw the ball, he would have scored. You think so? <laughs> the only reason he didn't score is because he decided to lateral it. Okay. That, that's what it nailed. That was the nail in the coffin right there. If he just ran through a couple more uh, arm tackles, I'm telling you. Really oh, good. man. Oh, man. Like, that's that secondary. They're, they're, I, they're I would have done If they won on a five-second running play, I would I would have done the show. I wouldn't have showed up, guys. I I'm sorry. I'm just letting you guys go. At this point, that's what I'm expecting every, every game, though, is to just be extremely disappointed, right? So when, like, they start losing the lead, I'm just sitting there eating my dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm not even tripping because, like, I'm expecting this to happen. I go in with a very negative mindset every week. <laughs> Me too. So, so it's a pleasant surprise. I was like, oh, they ended up winning. That's unexpected. I didn't think that. So, so I, I mean, I do want to say, I mean, the, the Raiders, as this is another game against a winning team. We talk about the playoffs, but everybody else lost this week except the damn Chargers. The Chargers found a way to, you know, Justin Herbert, he played terrible. And then he, he decided to make his one, he gives you one highlight throw, but he decided this week is with 14 seconds left. So he made that throw. And so they win, but everybody else lost. So the Patriots lost, the Jets lost. I mean, the Jags won, but the, the Dolphins keep losing. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just I just don't want this to happen because somebody might get in with nine losses to where they are. I know you're not saying what you think you're saying. Stop this, Marcus. Why do you do this every week? I'm, every I'm, week. I'm, I'm just I'm, ta- I'm talking I'm just talking about the landscape of the of the AFC. If you look at the AFC right All now, right. Patriots seven seven. Go ahead. They're two games back with three to play, and they have the Niners left on the schedule, and the Niners are they play up. Right now. They play up. They're going to show up because we, we. I'm more worried about the Steelers game than the Niners game. They've got the Niners and the Chiefs to close out the season. And I, two I, games I, back. I put that stat out there that they averaged 27 points a game against good teams. They scored 31 again today. So they're probably going to might lay a dud next week. But then the Niners are coming. Josh is going to be ready. He's, 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 oh, oh, you, Fred Warner, you want to go out the middle field? I'm just going to throw outside. He's, 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 he's probably been practicing. He's probably already getting ready for it. Right, he's probably might even skip over the Steelers and get ready for the Niners just for that how big that game is. So the way this right, team is, they also have to beat the Steelers. But you, they have see, to beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. But what if everybody see? But the AFC man is just the, the, right. But I swear, if the Raiders get an eight nine, I'm gonna laugh. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> if they get an eight nine, I'm laughing. That's all I'm saying, Matt. Because the way the AFC is looking, the Dolphins do not look too hot. They're whether eight and six. They got who they got. They got the. I think they got the Jets, the Jets one more time. They lost like to two other playoff teams. Matt, you, you, you're not. <laughs> tell you. It's it's looking really weird. Just everybody lost today, man. I'm I'm, I'm not even letting my mind go there. I was tuning you out that entire time. I'm not allowing any scenarios to go through my brain here. The Raiders. I'm okay, just saying, these teams kept losing. Everybody else 
They lost. That's all. The Dolphins have lost three in a row to the 49ers, okay. Chargers, and Bills. Okay. Who do they play next? The Packers. It's a trap game. There you go. See? The Packers on a short week. Yep. Okay. See, Aaron Rodgers, short week, Aaron Rodgers versus Tua. You know, All right. cover zero, Aaron Rodgers, trap game. I'm just saying. Not to mention the Jets and the Pates. Like, there's so many, like, scenarios that have Come, the, the Je- Come on, man. I'm just saying. That's are definitely gonna miss out. Uh, the Patriots, I mean, they can't even they can't even get a, a point. <laughs> they play the they score twenty four against the Raiders. Are they gonna do that against anybody else? I don't know. So it's gonna be interesting, man. I swear if the I swear if the Raiders get the seven seed with nine losses, I'm gonna die. That's all I'm gonna say, Matt. Uh, because I'm sticking with the eight nine here. I'm sticking with the eight nine, but it looked like it might sneak into the seven seed with all these teams <laughs> coming. Bad. Yeah, I mean, I just have a hard time seeing them beat unless the Chiefs like don't have anything to play for, like the Bills lock up the one seed. Yeah, I, I, th- I think they might because I, I think they, I think they might lock it up. I, mean, I feel like maybe. the Raiders are, the Raiders are like you said, and back in September, your credit seven to ten. They beat the Steelers. Probably, probably, but uh, I, I have a hard. I mean, unless Brock Purdy goes back to uh, Iowa State, Brock Purdy and chokes down this just stressing the season. It, it just, if they're not it, being because that's the game. Because let's say they win next week, what are we going to do? We're gonna, they're going to lose to the Niners, and then they'll piss us off. But anyways, I think that's enough, guys. Uh, to talk about these because everybody wants to lose around the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> this what this want to give people's hopes up because you know that's all they do. They want to get fans' hopes up. I just wish the Jets won today because the Jets won today. It probably would just been like, you know, great win. But now we have to, you're going to have to entertain this all week, Matt. You're going to have to entertain playoff uh, contenders and playoff contentions because the Jets don't want to finish. So, uh, neither do the Patriots. Neither do the Patriots. (laughs) Neither do the Dolphins. These teams don't want to finish, man. So, uh, we have to, you know, give it. We We have to look at it a little bit, even though we don't want to. But it is going to happen. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let's get out of here. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You know, uh, you know, I got some draft on the members. I did Tyree Wilson breakdown. It's about 50 plays because Texas ran 50 plays in the first half. So it's a lot of plays. A lot of plays in the members section. I'm, pr- tr- I'm going to try to get that up for everybody else this week. But um, definitely check it out in the member section. You know, of course, all the stuff we're doing. I'm going to try to get some car faxes out this week. I don't know I'm behind that and that, guys. But, you know, I didn't want to watch that Rams game that much again, uh, to be honest. So um, <clears throat> maybe this week we'll get one. And I'll, I'll go back and get the Chargers one, too. I'll, I'll do that. But uh, anything else for you guys? That's it for me, guys. Go Raiders. All right. Go Raiders, guys. See you. See you.